You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yes, hello to it. You can't open the show like that. What do you mean? No, we're, we're... We're a neutral party here. We're you Switzerland. Are so unprofessional. What? We're Switzerland. Yeah. Well, you go for the Sharks quite a, and no, tip them I, to win the Premiership. I'm, How's yeah, that looking now, mate? Mate, it's round one. Doesn't matter. It's round one. Let's just enjoy this. <laughs> Welcome to the show. We've got a lot uh, of Roosters Monday. supporters. Oh, cool. Okay. How good was it when they got flogged yesterday? But anyway, we'll get into that real soon. Hello and welcome to it's Sports Day from Monday Night Edition. Scotty Sattler and Matt Rogers here tonight. Their two teams got done badly on the weekend. You, Your mob, how do you lose to the Broncos? We're a good team, the Broncos. At home? No, mm-hmm. please, come on. And it's not how you start, Jason. It's how you right. finish. That's exactly right. Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, SCN eleven seventy, SCNQ six ninety three AM in Brizzy, sixteen twenty on the Goldie, SCN track stations who are with us, and of course those listening to SCN Fanatic either via the SCN app or on DAB Plus somewhere around the country. It has been a massive weekend of you know what rugby league, and geez, it didn't disappoint. Big crowds. Big upsets, great games of rugby league. Gents, how good was it? Well, I think what it said to all of us is that you need to be on your game regardless of who you're playing because any team can beat any team on their day. Mm. Um, You know, we had a premiership heavyweight taken down by what we considered to probably be one of the most, you know, the struggling teams of the season in the, in the, um, in the, the Dolphins. We had Brisbane who didn't have the greatest finish to last year. You go down to... Penrith and beat Penrith on their home turf. It's um, Can we mention Parramatta as well just to upset Stephen Dubbo? How sad is my life when I'm watching that game on Thursday night and the first person that pops into my head is Steve from Dubbo? <laughs> well, you know what? I, 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 I literally said to a friend of mine, he said, who, who do I take tonight? I said, I'd be taking Melbourne. I think if, you know, they're both depleted sides. If, you know, I think Munster and, and Harry Grant get them home. When Munster went off, I thought, oh, they, they won't win. But he came back and laid on a try, and then Harry Grant scored. Compound the, the dislocation match of his finger, oh. goes off and straps up and gets needled to the hilt, mm. and now missed two or three weeks. But doesn't matter; they still get the. Uh, they got the points. They got the points for the first round. Uh, yeah, there's so many standout moments from the weekend. I love seeing Leichhardt full on a Sunday afternoon. They didn't get the result. Uh, we got Justin Holbrook coming on the show actually. Um, Shortly, the Gold Coast yep. Titans had a had a great win at Leichhardt. Great Tough game place. to play at. Great, yeah. great ground. One of the highlights out. of your yeah. career if you play there on a yeah. Sunday hour, on a really sunny day, the Wayne Pierce Hill. The Dolphins was an amazing start to a, a new franchise. The, to what they what they did against the Roosters was was outstanding. Um, I got I love seeing Tommy Trebojevic back. 
at a at a packed brookie as well, mm. and loves seeing Tommy Jaboyevich when he's treating everyone else on the field with like, absolute disdain. Absolute disdain. <laughs> I loved it. He just yeah. There's a couple of times he got into open space and he he didn't stretch out. No. He just took a couple of steps and passed it, and that's just him being apprehensive at the moment as he warms into the season. We'll we'll see the Tommy of old, but. Yeah, so many great moments that stood out. What was your great moment from the weekend? Uh, mine was obviously the Roosters losing. 0457-736-736 or 1300-01-1170, as you say. Justin Holbrook joining us uh, real soon. Great Australian debates. And one of the things you boys are throwing up tonight for us to debate should have Happy Corsair started against the West Tigers. That did come as a bit of a surprise yesterday afternoon watching that game. Oh, it was surprised me when I saw the teams come up as the Tigers were walking down the around down the chase, down the stairs to run on and I saw that he was on the bench. I thought, "Oh, what are they trying to do here? Are they trying to copy and paste what happened at Penrith at the back end of last year where they start Mitch Kenny from a defensive point of view, not tire him out and then bring him on when your opposition is a little bit more vulnerable and and fatigued." Um, it didn't work. And, and, you know, in the press conference, you know, there's always a reason why it happens. But, you know, do they? Th- do you think they're going to admit that they screwed up? Like, he's your marquee signing. No. He's your strike weapon, weapon at nine. And he's, he's your, your captain. captain. And you start him Jeez. on the bench. Like, mm. I, I just think sometimes, and it happens, sometimes coaches try to overthink things. Mm. It's like it's not a hard game. Put your best players on the field for as long as they can handle it. And let them go and do their work. See, there is an argument that the first fifteen minutes, it's fair to say the Tigers dominated all the all the ball, all the field position. They were pressing the Gold Coast Titans line, and all they came up with was two points from penalty right in front, drop kick out on the full. So the Gold Coast were great, and the, and the argument is, well, they didn't really need him because they were dominating all the field position. But all that field position they had, okay. nothing against Jake Simpkin. He's a, a fine young player, but when you've got a a marquee player, a blue chip player like Appy on the field, and you dominate field possession and possession like that, you turn that into points. Yeah, and points are what matters yeah. at the end of the day. You don't win by field position, you win but by points. But we are arguing against a guy who is arguably one of the greatest coaches of all time. So. Yeah, yeah, but mm. does it show that maybe he's been out of the game a little bit too long? Does it show that maybe you know, I'll learn from that? Is he is he too proud to say no, no, I did the right thing, or or is he, okay, I'll learn from that. That's not going to happen See, the one again. thing about Tim Sheens that I know, and you know, fortunate enough to spend some time under him, only a short amount of time, is that he, he loves he loves to try things. He's not afraid to try things. He's yeah. not predictable is what we love about him. I love the style that they want to play, the Tigers. It's, it's a throwback to when Benji and Robbie Farrer and Brett Hodgson and those were there. And it's going to take time for that playing group to get used to that. And I, I'm, I'll go as far to say it'll take them a full a full season to get used to the style that Tim Sheens and Benji and Robbie want them to play. Well, but it is an ent- entertaining style. But you've got to have the players to be able to execute it. Yeah, and and he did back in the day when he, he did. had the Hodges yeah. and the Princes and the you know and the Benjis. But is there too many chefs in the kitchen? Like is there, is, are there too many people in there? Like, I mean, Benji knows he's getting the coaching job. How much weight does he throw behind what he wants to do? You know, Sheens, he, he's obviously, you know, a master coach and has been there for years. It's it's like, you don't know. I mean, I think what's unfolding there is just from an image, purely from an aesthetic point of view, looking at the very first time they went to the coach's box and Benji was in the front with a headpiece on, Tim was behind and so was Robbie, is that it's a little bit like the Wayne Bennett, Jason Demetrio situation in the last couple of years or the last year, most notably at the Bunnies, mm. was 
I'm going to be the head coach. I'm going to let you drive a lot of the interaction and a lot of what we're going to do. And at any st- stage, I feel as though the starting to sort of stray outside the the edges a little bit. Mm. I'm just going to bring you back. Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's probably not a bad way to handle it either. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you talked about Munster being needled to the hilt. There's a really good text here from Darren from Redland Bay. Hey, Darren, just wanted to throw it out there. Munster needled to the hilt. Is that performance-enhancing drugs? It certainly enhanced his performance compared to not being needled to the hilt. I lean to not because it doesn't enhance what it would have been a normal baseline. What are your thoughts? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've always thought about this over I, the years. I have too. I've always it's, thought, yeah, we've all played with injections. And, you and, get and, the game. and there's, no, there's no doubt I couldn't have played without it. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's, we sound really very hypocritical now that we're mm. retired and we've been through it. But for many, many years, I've always thought, and it's a really good text, that it, it potentially is a, an enhanced well, it doesn't enhance, well, it does enhance you know, your performance because it allows you to continue in. playing at the same level that well, you were. Okay, so he's taken those needles to get back onto the field so he doesn't feel anything, right? Horrific injury. And I'm saying that's speculative. I'm saying he wouldn't have got through that game without no, it. But I don't no. know whether he has or not. But the no. Storm wouldn't have won without him there. No, oh, yeah, without no, they wouldn't have. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, just, yeah, he's a freakish talent and they needed him. But I, I, I'm of the opinion that um, it's okay because it doesn't, like... Um, as has been said, it doesn't make you better than what you were prior. Mm. But, you know, what, what makes me laugh is people saying, oh, it's so courageous. I'm like, no, no, courageous would be going back out there without the needle. Exactly. Mm. Getting the needle is the most courageous thing you've got to think. It's, like, it's going to hurt when you give me the needle. <laughs> I remember we were playing against Newcastle one night at the Gold Coast and I got split above the eye, went off to get stitches. And Jamie Goddard got stitched. He got cut straight away as well. And he came off like 30 seconds later. The doctor's sitting there about to put the needle in the eye to to get stitched up. And Goddard came in and he said, I'm going to go first because I'm dummy half. I've got to get out there soon. I said, yep, absolutely. Go for your life. Doctor, don't worry about the local anesthetic. Just stitches straight into the eyebrow. No needle at all. Oh, honestly, I nearly fainted on the spot. It was horrific to watch. That's courageous. Oh, exactly. <laughs> that is courage. <laughs> uh, weekly Workhorse. I love this uh, segment uh, that Daddy Vass has come up. It's where you blokes throw up a couple of players that um, that you thought were outstanding. Worked all day. So uh, we'll get to that real soon. If you've got one, 0457 736 736. Got the key of top seven coming up from the weekends. What was your best moment from the weekend, Sats. What did you like and not like? Oh, I love the Dolphins. It goes without saying. You know, 17th team in the, on, in, the, in the comp. And we shouldn't be surprised. I mean, everyone's going, this is a great upset. And it is. It's an amazing upset. But Wayne did this in 1988 with the Brisbane Broncos. Yes, they had a lot of origin players playing for them. But in saying that, they knocked over the Premiers manly and, and put 40 on them as well. Didn't just beat them. They beat them comprehensively. So... Um, that was my highlight from the weekend, seeing the 17th team get their first victory in round one. Uh, mine was the return of Tommy Trebojevic. I mean, I I loved that, those scenes on Saturday for Brookie um, and seeing Tommy Trebojevic just doing what, what he does all around the ball. He just, you know, you could just tell he just missed being away from the game. Uh, I love Harry Grant. I love everything about Harry Grant. I love the way that he just iced that game on, wild about on Harry. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> What I didn't like, I didn't like the dog's effort. That was yeah, really disappointing. It was. Yeah. Can, can I ask you two a question? I watched that performance. I know we've been chatting a bit on WhatsApp over the weekend, but is Kyle – I'm just going to say, is Kyle Flanagan a first-grade halfback? 
to me, he doesn't look like it. Mm. Well, well, he is. I think they're going to struggle well, I don't, for points. I don't want to throw the kid under the bus. I, I mean, he's still learning. But, he's been around a bit, but he's been he's been bumped around a little bit. And he's never really been settled. Um, I think you put the right team around him, and it's about it's about like he's got know, some good cattle there, Matt. You, you see teams. You see players in the NFL, they go from one team to another and they become, they go from being like an average player to a superstar or from a superstar to being average because the system doesn't suit them. Um, you got to design a – if he's your number seven, you need to design a platform that works for him. You can't expect him to become, uh, you know, a, a, a DCE or, a, you know, a, a Lockley Elias that we saw on the weekend. Like it's, it might be in his makeup. So the coach needs to work that out. And if he's not, or you don't want to play to that standard that he can deliver, you need to get a new halfback. That's the reality of it. I, I, think, it comes, I think it comes down to his 5-8. If Matty Burton starts dominating games from a running point of view, and you've got a really running, exciting 5-8 that takes the game by the scruff of the neck, Cole Flanagan's a really good guiding half that can just get you around the field and just serves the number six and let the six do what he does, like a Jack White or someone like that. It's like, so, and, but what Cole Flanagan and every team needs is if you score four, you want to be able to turn it into six. Mm. And Cole Flanagan, he can do that. Right. So Burton's got to take more control. If he takes more control, Flanagan becomes a really good number seven yeah, for I'm him. Yeah, I'm not sure that's – I'm not sure Matt Burton's got that in his game, though. Well, he came up as a number six, but I think – the I success think he's a he has as a centre. Yeah, he's, he's either a fullback or a centre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's that's probably the challenge. And they've got to get that right. Mm. I mean, they've got time. It's round one and you, you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But I, I've I've often looked at Cole Funning and thought, what, what's stopping this guy from being the, the player that we maybe thought he was? You know, like when he was at the Roosters and he started there, like I thought things were going pretty good for him and then sort of fell off a cliff a little bit and then he was punted from there and... He sort of hasn't really found his feet since. Um, you know, it's not easy when you're, when you're playing in a situation where you're sort of lacking a little bit of confidence. And, look, he hasn't gone to a club that's firing on all cylinders either. So it's but there's easy. some good cattle around Yeah, him. there is. But what, and, easy and to I'll, point the finger. And I'll go – I'm not pointing the yeah, – I'm just asking – No, finger. I'm asking the question. Yeah, you're pointing the because finger. Because I've even got mates who are Bulldog supporters. Yes, I have friends. And they're not impressed. Well, they're the last ones you should listen to. But, but how mm. about – how? well, no, they're, they're members. You yeah, should be listening no, to, no, no. To, to the people who pay the bills. No, 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 because they're really. biased. Okay. Yeah, and and they're, it's, it's like well, it's like Sharks fans used to just rip Chad Townsend a new one every weekend. Like what? Chad Townsend is a grand final winning halfback for him. The the vitriol he would cop online, and then he goes up to North Queensland. Everyone bags him. He goes up there, and and he's like a god up there now. They love him. Mm. And it's like the members are the most harshest critics because they're they're so emotionally, emotionally attached to it. They don't look yeah. at it through a football. So no one like, can be a critic. No, is that I'm what you're saying? saying? No, you no, can I'm be not a critic. Absolutely, that. You're a critic. Okay, but I'm just saying. The fans, they're so emotionally engaged that it's hard for them to look at it objectively. Okay. Can I throw something else? That yeah. trial against Cronulla, mm. form was pretty ordinary. As soon as he came off, Reynolds came on. They scored two tries, bang, mm. bang. Mm. Why wouldn't you give Reynolds a crack? Oh, look, he's nah, a million-dollar question. Watch him play second grade the other day. Uh, they were 16-0 down. Josh Reynolds came off at half time, but he had a hand in two tries in the first half, and they ended up winning the Bulldogs. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit too early to make yeah, those yeah, judgments. Okay. I, I think you've got to give the kid a go. And uh, Matty Burton, I think they've got to persist with him at six because if yeah. he gets it right and turns into that Jack Whiten-style running yep. 
running five-eighths? I think that's what he's got to do. I think he's got to just run first, pass second. Yeah. And um, I know his centres probably won't like me saying that, but... I used to – my centres didn't like me when I played 5'8 either. <laughs> Can I throw <laughs> another halfback at you that I thought was disappointing on the weekend? Why are you starting off with and such no, no, negativity just, about the get, first no, round? No, I want to get out. No, no. I, get it out of no, the way. No, no, just throwing these on the topic. Yep. Yep. You go. two are just all fairies and no, unicorns. No. Luke Brooks' performance yesterday. Mm. Yeah. Let's call it what it was. There was times there that he should have taken control, particularly inside the Titans' 20. Well, Eddie is on the text line saying, G'day, Sats and Rat. Can you please acknowledge how poorly Luke Brooks played? He dropped the ball or turned the ball over with a bad pass four times in the attacking zone. He also made only eight tackles and missed six. It was a, it was a pretty ordinary performance. Yeah, look, it wasn't great. Um, and that's, they struggled in the red zone, and that's where he needs to step up. Um, it's, a, it's an important you know, role of the halfback to, to get, you know, to, to put on tries and... Um, you know, the start of the game when they had a lot of attack on the line, that's where, you know, for seven minutes, the Titans didn't have the ball. Mm. And that's where, you know, I, I think of having Happy Coruscant on the field, like the difference he would have made. Um, they look confused. It just gives, it gives your halfback half a step. And that's all they generally need is half a step. And that's why when you've got a potent number nine, you know, it's such a blessing it takes for the pressure half, off the seven, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, and it just... Yeah, I, I, my, the mind boggles. But, yeah, look, he didn't have a great game. Did you say bobbles or boggles? <laughs> he said boggles. All right, I'm just checking. Is there anything else? Is there anything else? Yeah, any other? Oh, I'm just on the text. negative news no, on, on the text. Um, the Knights again. Yeah, they were good in patches. They were good in oh, wow. patches. You're the best I'm you smacking are. everyone. Because South won, mate. Oh. Did I mention that? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Totally off the night. So they they, tr- they travelled to New Zealand. It's a hard place to win. The New Zealand are coming off some good trial form, and I thought in patches that Newcastle were pretty handy. They they were never completely out of the game. Can I say I thought Kalen, without being blistering and outstanding, I thought he started to warm. He was solid to the he? role later yeah, on in the I, I liked in it. the game, and then he was taken from the field with a with a HIA. Yeah. Uh, Which we're going to talk about a little bit later. Brett from Nobby says, my mighty Broncos, their D was unreal. Mm. Outstanding, Brett. Uh, wins your premierships. Yeah. Defence. And, uh, yeah, look, they aimed up. Good part about the Broncos is that, uh, yeah, they faded away at the end of last year. You've got to remember, with about six or seven weeks ago, they were in and around the top four. Mm. Um, but they've got to monitor Reynolds' involvement on the field and whether they take him from the field or, or uh, at various times throughout the season. But in saying that... Um, a lot of their players are now a year more matured mm. in playing first grade. Makes they're a big difference, that, They're close it? to that 50 or 60 first yeah. grade mark where they, they know their, sp- their spot within a side. Yeah. 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 Uh, the other thing too, uh, while we're on the sevens, Brian on the text on 0457736736 says, hey, boys, Moses, he reckons, was poor for Parramatta. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I, it's a scrappy game. I feel as It though, wasn't a good game of football. I, it was a, it was a, it was a tight game. Melbourne Para. Yeah, a lot, did you not like it? A lot of drop ball. No, I mean oh. the result. It was it was like high intensity. Yep. It was, but there were a lot of mistakes. A lot of coach killing errors in the last twenty minutes of that game from both sides. I've got to say, Brian, I think it's just unfortunate that Para came up against Melbourne in round one. The, one of the best defensive sides historically, um, who have effort on effort on effort and can destabilise you as a side. I think if Parramatta played a, a majority of the, of the sides in the comp 
other than Melbourne with yeah, the amount prob- of possession. Probably win had, pretty comfortably. I think they win comfortably. Yeah, yeah. It's just that you came up against Melbourne. All right, Justin yeah. Holbrook standing by to talk to us. Unfortunately, we can't do everything on a good note. Your mate's on the phone, Sats. Has he met Rat? Is he on no. now? Yeah. We've got him on now. No, no, your oh. other mates. Who? Todd the, Payton? No. Who? Old mate from uh, Newcastle. G'day, Rat. Oh, Glenn. How are oh, you, Glenn? Oh, Glenn, yeah, I've met Glenn. G'day, Rat. Hey, mate. G'day, Rat. G'day, Justin. G'day, Sats. How are we, boys? <laughs> hey, Glenn, what's going on? How's the weekend? What's mate, your Monday wrap-up? I'm going to keep it. Hey, Justin, I'm going to keep it very short, mate, because I've got to get back into the air conditioning. Yeah. But given you two, you guys actually reneged on me getting the Wednesday and Thursday gig on our award-winning show. Yeah. I contacted my manager straight away. (laughs) Seriously, what a waste of time. Listen, no, no. I want to hear what he's got to say. Keep going, Glenn. Taking over from John Aitken on that. Yeah. And also. Talking about footy, mate. I haven't got time for his rubbish. This get is back sports day. Get back in the air. Get back in the air, come, yeah. mate. You'll be comfortable in there. Justin Holbrook <laughs> joins us next. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Here's a shift. Brimson pours through from the scrum. A killer blow. Brimson scores for the Titans and opens up a big lead once again. Justin Holbrook pointing towards the upright saying, run towards the post, AJ. Run towards the post. Yeah, I think he might have a bit of a talk to him about layering up before you put the ball down. But anyway. Well, let's find out if he did have a crack at AJ Brimson uh, post-game. The coach of the Titans joining us now. Very happy coach, Justin Holbrook. Welcome to Sports Day, Justin. Did you have a crack at him? Oh, I wouldn't say crack, but I did actually say to him, yeah, mate, bring it around towards the post. Don't keep running towards the sideline. But uh, <laughs> no, happy, happy that he scored. Well, mate, it's Matty here, mate. As a former goal kicker, I would have had a crack at him, I can tell you, if I was out on the field. Um, it was a pretty critical yeah. time of the game. Mate, you must be absolutely wrapped. Uh, the effort of the boys, particularly in those first 10 minutes, you had very, very little pill, and, um, mate, the boys just really rallied. What was the thing that impressed you most about yesterday? Oh, exactly that, Matty. I, you know, I thought the, the first six or seven minutes were sort of our, our, our yeah, poor... I guess doing, you know, a couple of slipped high tackles and then some, some bad kicks and things like that. But um, so I wasn't thrilled with that. But then the rest of that half, you know, to have no ball and to keep them scoreless against a, a side that's, yeah, talked about their attacks at all preseason. So I was really thrilled with the defence. And, and um, you know, we don't have a lot of things go away, you know, away from home. I think it was 6 nil the penalties in the first half. And we just kept defending. And that, that, that's what pleased me the most, Manny, is that we can't worry about that stuff this year. We've just got to get out and play well and, um, and, and hang in there. So we always know we couldn't sort of be dangerous with the ball, but you don't want to rely on that. And that win yesterday proved that, you know, you get your defence right, you can win games. And if your attack's on, then it just depends by how much you win by. But really pleasing the way we won yesterday. Yeah. Now, Justin, um, some of the best signings sometimes don't wear a jersey on game day. And you talk about the defence, and one of your, your new coaches is Brett White. Um was a lot of what happened yesterday defensively, especially in that first 10 or 12 minutes. Was that a lot of the 
the input and the mindset that he's had the players throughout that that preseason? Oh, definitely, Satsi. Yeah, I, you know everyone has a good preseason, and and um, obviously we were no different. But I just just felt, you know, with the the players that that we brought in, and and then also Waddy, had a, he's had a huge impact um, with the playing group and, and invested it. As much time as he, he can in a week to to make sure that we were right to go, and, and I know it's only one game, but geez, it was it was great to see um, you know on on show straight away in round one um, how hard the boys had, had worked and and you know got to got to see it yesterday in action and yeah great that but uh, full credit to the players and, and obviously uh, Brett White. You mentioned players you've brought into the group. Now I've spoken to a number of Roosters players over the last four or five months and. They cannot speak highly enough of Sammy Verrills, not only as a player, but as the guy in the dressing shed, the guy at training. He's one of the most admired players from that, that Roosters outfit that have been so successful. And and yesterday, Justin, you can see why. Right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So it's like Paul Sammy, we've just spoken enough about how we never had really the ball yesterday. He was just making a million tackles and, and, and just enjoying it. The, the big thing for me was sort of half time when we come off and we obviously led and the the two new guys like Sammy Verrills and, and um Kieran Foran is going, mate, how good's that? That that's the best defence we've, we've ever been involved in. Things like that is just so good for our group. You know, you you two both know we have got some great young players coming through with, you know, Tino Daves and Aid Daves and Moe's and all, all those guys. But to have some some key guys, you know, talk about how good that was and obviously we had to play second half yet and and, and we had to hang in there because the Tigers were coming at us. But just to have the the, the impact of, of what they do just makes um, my job as a coach so much easier. Mate, we'll get to the to the bad stuff. Mate, Foz, how bad is it? And uh, can you tell us, will it be right to play this week? I know PCLs can be it can be one or the other. It can be not too bad or you can be out for six weeks. But, you know, how's it looking? Do, do we know yet? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, we come out of his scan late late this afternoon, and um, the physios are pretty confident it, it, it is the PCL, the back one, but also he's, he's medial as well. Um, so it's it's not major, which is great, but I don't think, um, well, I'm certain he, he won't play this weekend. But we're, we're pretty confident it'll be probably a you know, three-week type of injury. Um, we're going to wait sort of for that to be definitely confirmed, but that's sort of... But Foz is great. He said, I'll be right. It feels good today. And he's got his little leg in a brace. We're yeah. flying back and he said to me, it feels really feels really good. I said, mate, it's in a brace. <laughs> <laughs> he's keen. Oh, mate, you'd rather that than the opposite. Yeah, he's keen. Yeah, yeah. 100%, mate. And, that, and that's, that's what I love about Kieran. He's just so competitive. And mate, I'll be right. I'll just strap it up. I'll be right. I said, mate, let's just get the skin. <laughs> well, so, mate, we saw the benefit um, of that. Yeah. We, we saw the benefit of... of um, of Kieran Foran on that left edge with Fafida, you know, early in that second half for the first try. Um, with him not being there, what, I mean, Pres, uh, sorry, Jaden Preston, Jaden came on and, and you put him into six. That was a surprise to me. And I'm sure a lot of people that were watching probably would have assumed that you would have moved um, AJ up considering he played a lot of six last year. Is that something that you'll stick with? Um, yeah, leaving Preston in the front line or is, is something you've got to consider? Um, well, we'll definitely consider it. Obviously, we'll wait to certainly definitely know if Foz won't play, but as I said, I'm pretty certain he won't. And then we'll just have a chat about it tomorrow. But, yeah, we sort of had that plan going into the game. Paul Jaden, it's always awkward if you're if you're a back sitting on a bench. You, you could come on anywhere at any time and, you, you know, you just 
got to be ready to go. And and um, we'd made a decision beforehand. If if wherever he came on, he would just play. So I'm not moving two people. Yeah. Um, but having a full week ahead of us now, I'm not sure. I'll have to have a chat about it. But he uh, he's trained everywhere in preseason JC. So um, and he defends really well on the front line. And obviously, there's not much of him. We all know he doesn't weigh a lot, but he he gets that little bone shoulder in and uh, hits pretty hard. So. Um, I'm comfortable for him to play six. We'll just have to have a chat about it. Um, yeah. Well, there's, there's, there was not much of his old man either, and he seemed to. Well, his old man made well. his debut at 58 kilos yeah. in 1998. <laughs> yeah, right. So I always yeah. think, I always thought Jaden would end up a six eventually in his career at some stage. Yeah, yeah. Justin, he really looked good when he came on. Yeah, he looked great. great. He looked yeah. great. Hey, just on that, just on Justin, another player who's who's a key to you, and he's only turned 23. We've got to keep reminding ourselves he only just turned 23 last week, two weekends ago. And with both for more going down, which is heartbreaking for rugby league fans, especially for you, Dave Fafita really need to take control in a real leadership role with Bo going down and one of those centre of attacks going around, going away. I loved his involvement yesterday. Not so much the big runs, the ones where he's in the open space and drawing the fullback. It was a lot of those dirty runs where coming out of your, your own, off your own trial on, but also some of his defensive efforts as well, as well were, were really impressive. Oh yeah, well, I'm glad you noticed that, Seth. Because you know, as as a coach and as other players, look, I've heard Kieran sort of have to defend him um, already. He's only really played a game and a half with him around. Now everyone wants to see the the big stuff, but for me, it's exactly what what you just mentioned. Like I think he was our third top tackler yesterday. He had our most carries, and like you said, he he did plenty of tough carries yesterday, and he he just kept moving on on, on a day which was. Round one, it was hot as anything, and we had no ball. That, that, they're sort of, you know, as hard as you, you, you're going to get, and, and you're not match fit. All those factors, but he still got through the the full 80 minutes and and work really hard. So that that was great for us, absolutely. Yeah, he certainly uh, he stood up yesterday, and, and um, mate, yeah. if you can get that for the rest of the year, I think it's going to stand the Titans in good stead. Mate, you got the Dragons this week. Um, a bit of an unknown quantity, not not the. Not the smoothest preseason uh, in the world, but they're going to be up for it with it being their first game. What needs to improve at the Titans uh, moving forward? Uh, it was a great win, but it's round one, and there's always areas that you're looking at. Yeah, well, I guess yeah, they'll be dangerous, especially being fresh. Um, obviously, no one you know would have been awful having to buy round one, but <laughs> the other thing it does give you is, is you got everyone fresh and fit and fire, and whereas we're going to look at it. A couple of guys, but anyway, we've got a full week. We'll be ready to go by Sunday. But the thing for me, mate, we can't afford, especially away from home, that you know we fumbled our way through the start yesterday. And as the game wore on, that, that's just the way the game went. And you know we didn't have a lot of ball. But early on, that as I said to you, you guys to start with, that was our wrongdoing. You know we did a couple of lazy high shots, we did a couple of poor kicks out on the full and dead and things like that. That you just we we don't want to be. Um, having 40% of the ball and, and having to tackle all game. Like, it was so good for our our character building straight away round one uh, to show that we can win that way. But we don't want to, you know, it's, it's too hard a game to to be uh, having to put yourself under that much pressure all the time. So I guess the flip side, you know, and, and it was only a trial, but we flew out of the blocks against the Dolphins and got everything right with the details and never really gave them a look in in the trial and we've got to try and get that right for Sunday so we can give ourselves every chance and, and not be sort of on the back foot, uh, which we were for most of yesterday. Did your pasty skin get um, sunburned <laughs> over the summer, uh, Justin? <laughs> Life on the Gold Coast. Well, Protect that's, yourself. That's, yeah, well, no, the, 
the beauty of it in the last game on a Sunday, mate, you're sort of just stuck in a hotel or the hottest part of the day. So I didn't even have to put sun cream on, mate. And, uh, Leichhardt Oval's terrific. The, the box is about a metre a meter square and, and there's no air con and it was awful. So I'm glad we won. Yeah, it didn't look like there was a lot of room in there <laughs> no. yesterday with Big Mal yeah, in there Big as Mal well. Brett, yeah, Brett White either side yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Hey, before we let you go, Justin, a couple of texts. A lot of love for the Titans today. Best moment for me was the Titans' performance at Leichhardt, hammered in penalties, hammered in six-again calls, yet they gutsed it out. That's from Des from the Sunshine Coast. And Mike Titan from the GC says, great weekend seeing the Titans win their first game. And then Liverpool thumping Man U. Mm. So, mate, a lot of love around tonight from our SEN and Sports Day listeners. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've had a couple of people from England text me around that soccer game. I said, mate, no one cares about that. There's only one team over at St. Helens. Right? <laughs> 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 nice one. All right, Justin. Good luck, mate, against uh, the Dragons this week. And we always appreciate your time on Sports Day. Mate, thanks for having me. Thanks, boys. There you go. Justin Holbrook, coach of the Gold Coast Titans, one of our favourites. Titsy. Mate, I think they've got did a lot. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, I, do, I did know that. Yeah, yeah Titsy. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got a lot to offer the Titans. Uh, you know, I really do. Uh, they've got, you know, strike weapons everywhere. They stay healthy and they get those combinations right. And he's right. They, they get that start right, like what they did to the Dolphins. They can punish a side with their with their. Well, weapons. in years gone by, when you talk about those key positions, your hooker and your fullback and – they haven't had any real solidarity stability. around there. No, and, yeah, no so now you've got AJ, who is a, a premium, out and out a premium fullback. player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now you've got Sammy Verrills, who's a premiership-winning hooker at one of the yep. most successful clubs in the modern era. Yeah. And then you've got your Fafita on one side, and you've got Tino, who's one of the best oh, forwards oh. in the game, who's still only 23 years of age. Yeah, it's and you've so, got these young, like Jojo Fafita, what a weapon. Yeah, 18. Like it's, you know, just, yeah. it's, yeah, they've got a terrible real... golfer, Jojo Fafita. He was ahead of us. Oh, you play, yeah. you play, he was ahead of us the other all day. Right, did he have more shots than you, though? <laughs> uh, all right, we don't have to go there. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, how about that combo, Foran and Fafita? We won't see that, as we've just heard, probably for the next three weeks, but that combination Worked on the left. well, didn't it? Mm. Oh, didn't it what? Break time. Uh, this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. When we come back, lots of NRL news. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. With Matty Rogers and Scotty Sattler tonight. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, It's time for our brand new segment. If I could just find... Good preparation, Wookie. Well done. Well done. done. Yeah, good. Uh, we're not doing weekly war or horse, are we now? Anyway, it's a new segment called a Great <laughs> oh. Australian Debate. I'll cut it out, mate. It's just about preparation. It's not. Yeah. It's not difficult. Are you right over there, the new guy? I'm just waiting. <laughs> uh, like, what can I we're do? I don't have it. any buttons to press. Hey, before we get into the HIA stuff, and mm-hmm. Graham Annesley's come out this afternoon, spoken to the media. Such so really good text there. Is there a stitch up towards the eels by the NRL? Yeah, this is from eight seven seven. Having to play Manly, this is Paramount, having to play Manly round three after they have a bye, Penrith round four after they have a bye, Roosters round five after, you guessed it, they have a bye. 
yeah, when you look at it like that, it doesn't seem fair. Now, doesn't, I don't know whether the NRL still do this. To get the draw, they feed it into this system. That, well, it's a company that does it. They yeah. farm it out. Yeah, it's Dexter, isn't it, from it, Perfect Match? From Perfect Match, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So they feed it into Dexter, and Dexter comes out with, with it out. all these, you know, the, the 25 rounds or whatever, however Marenzi are. I haven't even looked this year. But, um, and this is the scenario that has played out. And when you look at that from an NRL perspective, you would think, yeah, that's a little bit unfair. Now, historically... When you play after coming off the bye, you lose. But still, you're playing against a healthier athlete. Yeah. So. There you go. Righty, let's get into – I've got a new Maybe. segment here, boys. Yep. Dividing families across the nation. It's time for the Great Australian Debate. And tonight's is about the HIO. It's the big news. Ricky's blowing up over the weekends. Uh, I love Ricky. He says the NRL don't trust do? him. <laughs> right. Well, Why do we have one doctor – in the bunker with the referees. Um, do you want me to play the audio right now from Graham Annesley this afternoon? He addressed yeah, the I, independent yeah, doctor. I think give it some context. Yeah. Right, here we go. We've seen too many players retire because of prematurely because of head injuries. And that's why we do this. No, no, no one does this to be a narc, to, to you know, take the team's best players off the field. We're just trying to ensure that players are safe and will teams be forced to play without some players that they would not have otherwise taken off the field? Yes, they will. And will it happen at times where they don't want it to happen? Yes, it will. But there's no alternative. There is no alternative. A few coaches have said um, it should be left to them. Well, the thing I'd say about this is that it used to be left with the clubs. I wouldn't say the coaches, but it used to be left to the clubs. The reason, the prim- primary reason that they were calling for us to introduce independent doctors is the clubs don't trust each other, right? Because there's all sorts of claims made about, oh, they were rorting the system or they took that player off and it was a rort, you know, he didn't need to come off with a head injury. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with Graham 100%. Um, leaving it in the club's hands would be akin to leaving the salary cap in the club's hands and saying, no, no, you manage it yourself and we'll trust you to do it. Um, this is about... This is a very serious issue. This is protecting our players. And there's at times when in the heat of the moment, you're going to make poor decisions. And if you leave it in the club's hands, I think poor decisions will be made. Um, you know, we've lost, like you said, many players to, you know, the Boyd coordinators of the world to premature uh, uh, retirement. retirement. We've lost people's lives. You know, Paul Green recently, uh, tragi- tragically lost. A severe case of CTE from head knocks. This is bigger than two points. And I know it's emotional for players and it's emotional for coaches and it's emotional for fans when they see their player leaving the field. But think about the bigger picture. Um, It's not just about the two points. It's about a player's welfare and their health. And I think the NRL are doing a great job. I know the doctor who heads it all up, Sharon Flahive, she is 100% about the player's health and safety. She doesn't care about two points. She cares about the players. And I think that's what needs to be. Um, It's not that the clubs don't. But they're so heavily invested in that moment that sometimes decision-making remains unclear. And that's what I believe um, needs, to, needs to happen, what is happening. And, and I, I, I'm, well, it's I'm emotional to it. you too, personally, Brett. It is. With well, your father. Yeah, it is. I mean, he played in an era where people got bashed around the head and it was like a badge of honour to start on the field. We played in that era of sets. Mm. I mean, I, I remember being like that concussed, not remember coming up off the field, being in the dressing room, getting woken up basically, um, getting some smelling salts 
waved under my nose and sent back out. And it was like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You know, I don't even remember the, the game, you know, like it's, it's something that, and now the game's changed. We know more now. It's, it's like saying, oh, well, we used to spear tackle people 20 years ago and that was like a cool tackle. Well, we know now that it's going to cause someone to break their neck and we've got to look after players. So we don't do it anymore. Well, we know more about the brain now. We know what causes severe you know, damage to the brain and these, these head knocks. And, you know, I'm all for what the NRL are doing and I'll stand by what they're doing 100%. I tend to agree with you as well because the players are – a majority of the players are accepting it as well. Yeah. When they're told they've got to come off for a, some sort of assessment, they just make their way. There's, there's no one that's animated that, re, that rejects the, the claim that they've got to come off. They all make their way off. There are some players that do um, – the respond negatively to it. I don't know whether you agree with this. I, I agree there needs to be an independent doctor. Yep. I think we need to get take away from the pressure of a club doctor having so much media scrutiny on him if, mm. if they make what is supposedly the wrong decision. So I think we need to take that away, the pressure from them. I think the independent doctor shouldn't be in the bunker. I need to, they need to be at the game. They need to have all the resources to be able to watch. Mm. And I think they need to have another coloured shirt on as opposed to what the club – coloured shirts are, the trainers are at the moment, yep. for them to go on the field with the club trainer to observe the player to see whether they need to, to leave the field. Okay, 0457 736 736. What do you think? Uh, send us through your text or 1300 This is Sports Day for Kia. Back in a moment. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Matty Rogers, Scotty Satter, Sattler here tonight. Sattler. Yeah, 0457 736 736. Well, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy concussion is, and the HIA is a massive conversation tonight. Mick from Wollongong, uh, you've got something to say, mate? Hey, fellas, yeah, I, I do. I remember a game um, at Shark Park some years ago. It was interesting to hear Maddie talk about getting knocked out and not remember it. But I remember this game like it was yesterday. Matty went down the right wing, and as he was going past Danny Ainsco, he poked his tongue out at him and went and scored the try. About 15 minutes later, Matty was going down the right wing again and Jamie Ainscoe came across <laughs> and levelled him. Absolutely levelled him and put his nose from one side of his face to the other and everybody said it was an accident. And I'll give you the tip, Matt. It wasn't an accident. Uh, no, I remember that day. He deserved it, everything it, he got. Uh, That's it was broken in about it. I said to the doctor, is it broken? He goes, broken? I said, how many spots is it broken? He goes, mate, it's smashed. In a thousand pieces. <laughs> thanks for yeah, your call, yeah, Mick. Thanks, Mick. Karma. 0457 736 736 is our text number. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. We've got a lot to get to. Let's get to a break. We'll come back and we'll get to your text. A lot of talking points to get through. It's a big night tonight after round one of the NRL. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia with Matt Rogers and Scotty Sattler. Back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Scotty Sattler, Matt Rogers on a Monday night. Jeez, it's an action-packed show. 0457 736 736 is our text number, or 1300 01170 if you want to talk to the boys about a stack of uh, discussion. So we're going to get into our weekly workhorse segment in just a moment. What's for dinner, Sats? What's, uh, what's oh, your heat up? Right. Uh, light and easy. Oh, How easy point. is that? Some sun-dried tomato pasta. It's very not. Are you uh, on that? Are you? Have you chucked on a couple of kilos? No, I just like to look after it. myself, Jason. Has your wife given up cooking? <laughs> Has she? Is that what she's Why doing? Why is it always up to the wife to cook, Jason? I didn't say that. But well, it, it's what you're inferring. No, what I'm inferring is that she's uh, she's home of an evening normally, and mm. she normally cooks you dinner. Trying to backpedal out of that, aren't you? No, I'm not. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> is your wife cooking, Matt? Um, See yep, again, yep, again. Yep, she she would be. I cooked last night. I cooked, Such I cooked, a great lady, I, your missus. She is. Yep, I cooked up a beautiful. It was like oh, I can't even remember what it was called. It was nice. Though. I can't remember what, what was in it. It was like beef we'll work and it rice, out. and uh, it was like a Mexican beef and black bean. No, no. it was like a Mexican uh, like beef thing mm. with <laughs> sour cream. It's hello. It's hello fresh. Have you have you used those? Oh, no. All the ingredients coming. All the ingredients coming. Yeah, yeah, it's a great you idea. got a little menu card. Yeah. And you cook it. It's unreal. I love it. I'm glad I asked. Makes life easy. I'm glad I asked. You're glad you're sexist, you're saying. What do you mean? Well, you, you, what you are implying is that, well, the wives are at home, they should be cooking. That's what you're implying. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start. No, I was going to say. The new, you're still no, on no, probation. No, no, I was going to say that, no, no, well, I, I'm here, so I literally can't be at home cooking. Mm. And, and It's the same with sex. And we do have four kids or three, two kids at home. How many you got? Like to eat. I've got four. But I've two, what? two live at home. Yeah, Do so. any of your kids wear the crap hat that you wore in Warren today as oh, well? Oh, you've got to stop, Honestly, mate. he's got this range of horrible hats. Yeah. They, it's not good, mate. <laughs> you look you like got, you should be sitting on the... Are you guys being serious? You should, you should be sitting on the <laughs> no, corner fashion. at Byron Bay playing a banjo. <laughs> it's fashion, baby. <laughs> And with one of your other crappy hats, people put coins in it. <laughs> hey, uh, on the text line uh, I, I brought up just before about, I, th- I think the, the independent doctor should be at the grounds. They should have another coloured shirt on, go on the field with the club yep. um, trainer to, to monitor the player. Uh, the dribbling accountant has said on the text line, another coloured shirt, the bunker will look like a cast of the Wiggles. Yeah, I, 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 don't, mi- I don't mind. I, I like that, Sats, having the... The doctor at the. Can you take your hat off? <laughs> <laughs> I can't we take it serious. Yeah. No, no, no <laughs> I'm leaving it on. No, I'm leaving it on. Yeah. The the doctor should be at the ground. Yep. But I, I think the player needs to be removed from the field. Takes two minutes to do an assessment. Get him back on the field. Is the Don't big... put the doctor out there in in the middle of everyone so that everyone knows who the doctor is, so that they can get abused when they're leaving the ground. Is the big question moving forward that if you've got a category three, which is the lowest form of sort of head knock slash concussion? that you're still off the ground for 15 minutes. That is... It's too long. I think that's one of the next arguments that's that's yeah. going to uh, rise. But in saying that, if if you're talking about the player and head... This is not about concussion. This is about if you have suffered a direct blow to the head. Yeah. And I'll use Kalen Ponger as an example. Yeah. Now, he didn't... There wasn't from an illegal act. It was an accidental knee or hip to the head. He Which hit happens. the ground. It's still contact to the head. That's if you right. have a head clash, both players, not one of the players... Both players have to leave the field to be monitored at some stage because it's direct contact of the head, yeah. even though they're not showing any any signs of concussion. There is a thing called delayed concussion. 
which yeah. play a lot of players can get. Mm. Uh, John on the text has said, wow, Matt Rogers, powerful commentary, sir. Thank you. Read the HIA and the, and the comments around um, your, your dad and other footballers. Uh, Jen, uh, what else is there? This is the, actually Fitzy, your good mate. Uh, is on the line now. He wants to talk about HIA as well. I hope that's all he wants to talk about. Fitzy, hello, mate. Welcome Fitzy. to Sports Day. Hello, boys. Well, we were good mates, but he sprayed me on national radio. And, uh, <laughs> he unbelievable. Oh, come on. Get, get your point out. Come on. Hey, hat. is it that hat you wear everywhere? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Did good you hat. buy it from Byron? Did no, you? I didn't. Did you good and Fitzy hat. take you know a day trip down there? My wife gave it to me for Christmas. So, mate, you get in trouble. Oh. Anyway, I'm not scared of her. What's up, Fitzy? What do you got to say about the HIA? Well, the thing that we're all forgetting, when you're actually concussed, you don't know you're not you're concussed, do you? You're True. the last person that yeah. you're well, actually concussed. Well, that's a very good point. So and, and a player can't stand there and go, I felt fine. You don't know you're concussed. Yeah. Well, I think that's where the symptoms come in um, or, or the look, you know, like player stumbles and all that sort of stuff. But it's a – look, it's, a, it's such a fine line – um, and which side would you like to err on? You know, the, the cautious side or the, you know, we'll just, we'll just roll with it side. You know, at the end of the day, mm. you know, we're talking about players' welfare. And, you know, the, the, the RLPA fought for, you know, uh, in, in, the, in the CBA, you know, better working conditions for player welfare, you know, post-football. Well, the, well the, the league is working for, you know, player welfare within the game. It's a... Mm. Uh, it just goes hand in hand, and you know clubs need to buy in. Go, that's it. That's what it is. The quicker we get stop o- arguing, the quicker it. we accept it, yeah, and move on. The easier it's going to yeah. be. To you're a- going to lose players, yep. in critical times of the game because the game's hard and people get knocked in the head. That's mm. the reality of it. Um, you're not going to tell your players not to go in as hard as you know in a critical time of the game because that's when it becomes the most physical. Yep. Uh, so we're going to lose players in critical times of the game, and. I think as fans, we need to understand that, that the players are human and they've got a life outside of football and we don't want them vegetables or we don't want, you know, what we've seen in the past happen. So I think, you know, here, here. To I, think it, I think we all agree that what's happening at the moment, how it's going to continue and improve, we are going to have a lot healthier rugby league players. For a long time. Males mm. and females in 10, 15, 20, 30 Absolutely. years' time. Yeah, good call uh, on the HIA. Thanks too, Fitzy, Thanks, for your call. Fitzy. Uh, evening, gents. On concussion in the NRL, got nothing to say because Sats and Maddie both just nailed my thoughts exactly. Uh, from Brennan, is it if there's an independent doctor to rule on HIA, does that mean we won't see trainer-induced HIAs at the twenty <laughs> odd meter meter twenty odd meter minute mark? I think he means twenty odd minute, minute mark. mark yeah. When your big men are meant to come off and good yeah. call. And it's yeah. an interesting too on the weekend. You, you, have, you do Players see that occasionally. Like, you, we, yeah. know, we know we've seen it. We know clubs like to try and find any way they possibly can to and look, flirt with the rules. You don't. Let, let's just say, you know, teams do what they need to do to win games of football because it's important. There's a lot of there's a lot riding on those two points every week. Um, when it comes to players' health, though, that's where you got to draw the line. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the reality of it. Radio boys, it's time for this. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player the weekly workhorse. Oh, that's good. You like it? I do. You like that one? It, is that, uh, who'd that describe out of the three of us? Well, 
Who's that describing? Don't open up that can of worms. It's not the bloke with the hat. <laughs> Seriously. It's down to you and me, Sam. Righty, our weekly workhorse. Who's yours? 0457 736 736. Who wants to kick this off tonight? Uh, I'm going to say, uh, based on the amazing performance by the Dolphins, got a text here also from 428 saying, hey, Scott, how's the Dolphins squad? Yeah, they went all right. They went really, <laughs> really well. They did. Um, oh, mate, and you've got to watch the Dolphins documentary. I watched the first one today. Oh, so you saw their, their recruitment policy yeah. and what they were thinking, how mm. wise it was yep. and not overspending and not getting caught up, that's, not chasing their tail for six years. Like that's some recruitment clubs 101. Yeah, right. So they've done that. Mm. Yeah. And they won. Yeah. And you're not going, no, you're still happy? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm oh, happy. I'm just checking. I'm happy. I was ruined. But um, <laughs> Felice Cafusi, when you're playing the first game for a new club and you've got to yeah, Set a standard. Well, your first season is about setting standards, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. About what the club's going to be like in 5, 10, 15 years' time. So Felice Cafusi was the senior player that really defensively turned that game in favour of the Dolphins. Oh, Roger is hit by Cafusi. Have a look at Felice. Yeah, and also on the back of that, we've got a text message here. I'm just trying to find about Cafusi's hit on uh, Brandon Smith. Um, oh, about the shoulder. Wasn't that a shoulder charge or did I miss something? That's the Blue Mountains rooster. No, I, I thought it was a good, good shot. Good, his good arms solid tackle, out. yeah. Got, he, was under, he was under his shoulder height and yep. arm, wrapped him. But he rattled a few uh, players. He hit him hard, he got though, to the and stage he bounced with, out of his arms. That it, got was so, like, it got to the stage where the roosters players were looking through the corner of their eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, That's I, don't, what I, don't think, I don't think Brandon Smith was the same after that hit. He looked very – he didn't take the ball to the line like that again. Egan Butcher, they were all rattled. Yeah, Sammy yeah. Walker got, got leveled by him as well. Well, he's always been on the same side as him. He probably hasn't felt that sort of wrath of um, Felice in the game. So, yep. um, Who's yours, yeah. Matty? Mate, mine is uh, a little halfback, uh, Lachlan Ilias from the Rabbitohs. Absolutely phenomenal performance. Stood up and played such a senior role. Um, mate, I was so, so impressed with him. Last year, I felt like he was out there filling a hole. Didn't really star, didn't really, but, you know, he, he was all right. I think he's taken his game to a whole new level. And, and boy, I tell you, if, if he continues on that vein, South Sydney are going to be very hard to beat. Agree. Murray on to Ilias. The dummy. Oh, he almost got there. In fact, he does on a second attempt. This is a dream start to 2023. The Lachlan Ilias saves a try moments ago and scores a try to put South in front. Yeah, they looked good. They looked good. And to the text line, 5-3-3. One thing that really annoys many people about your show is the constant slagging off about the Roosters. Remember you, Goose? Hundreds of Roosters fans marched with South and other fans to get them back into the comp. Stop bagging. It's boring. Shows a lack of understanding and respect about the history of the game. Um, not a South in, or mate. Roosters fan. Okay. Okay. But do you understand there is a feud between the Rabbitohs and the Roosters? So you, whoever you are, you don't understand how much we hate the Roosters. <laughs> And how much they hate us. Who's we? Is that in South fans? South fans. play. You mean you heard old mate last week say uh, from the Roosters that how much they hate South from inside the inner sanctum. Mm. So it's called a war. Mm. A rivalry. Does it's create, a rivalry. Does, does rivalism. create that rivalry. Yeah, yeah. It is a, it's real. He's taken it very personally. It's also a bit of jealousy as well because they have been really, really good. Yeah. They have. They've been yeah. really good for a long Who time, the Roosters. <laughs> Who's text that in? <laughs> you know what I reckon? No, so for you. Come back. One year. No, please come back. We like your opinions. Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia.
the award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Certainly is, boys. Let's tear into the top seven moments in the NRL from the weekend. Oh, well, there were plenty of them. And, and well, I've got the, the number seven moment of the weekend. Um, you know, I, I just mentioned him before, Lachlan Elias, just phenomenal performance, really stood up. Um, I'm excited to see what the rest of the year brings for the young man. Yeah, absolutely. And mine was number six was the the audio we just heard earlier on was the effect that Kafusi uh, had for the Dolphins. And a lot of those senior players were absolutely outstanding. Young Isaiah Katoa. Was amazing as well. Yeah. Well, number five, um, Ar- um, Reynolds guiding Brisbane home over the defending premiers down there at Lubert Stadium. What a win by the Broncos and what a performance by Adam Reynolds. Reynolds yes. behind the play. He's on the left. Yes. Here he comes. Adam Reynolds. He nails it. Adam Reynolds with the field goal. Ice cool as always. Yeah, number four is uh, first time in his illustrious career, over 230-odd games, Daly Cherry Evans, round one, scores his first hat-trick against the Doggies. Cherry Evans takes an intercept, and it's a rare afternoon for the skipper. He bags three. Number three, a moment in time that can never be taken away, is the first try for the Dolphins by the Hammer. Uh, What a moment. Marshall King, he's on the tarmac with plenty of support. No one will catch Tabuai Fino. Yeah, amazing. Amazing he was at fullback. Uh, number two, what a game to kick off the NRL season on Thursday night. Goes into Golden Point. And a man who I think uh, by the time he retires will be one of our greatest hookers we've ever seen in the game. Harry Grant nails it. Munster is just pointing. He's marshalling the troops around. Harry Grant from dummy half. Harry Grant takes oh. off. Harry Grant scores next to the post. And this brilliant, perfect record of Bellamy stays intact. Harry Grant, the match winner. Melbourne Storm have stolen it. 16 points to 12 at no stage of regular time with a Melbourne Storm in front. You go to extra time and Harry Grant goes bang. And the number one moment, which uh, I think every rugby league fan will agree with, there's all the hype around this game. The Dolphins playing... The Roosters, no one gave them a hope. Their first game, they go out and they get the win. What a huge moment for the Dolphins. The Dolphins are winners in game number one. I'm here to tell you, I think this bloke Bennett might have a future in coaching. (laughs) There you have it, the Kia Top 7 from the first round of the NRL, the award-winning 7C Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV, available now at your nearest Kia dealer. Before we go to a break with Joel and Fletch on the other side of it, Sats and texts. Rooster Mungrel says, Woogie Worm and the Rat, good luck to Sats the second team. My mob got what we deserved. I'm surprised we only got beaten by 10. The Roosters, of course. Having said that, in Robbo's three premiership seasons, we never won in round one. Crap stat. Yeah, definitely a crap mm. stat. You want to you get off to a good start. But... Yeah. Crap stat. Crap stat. You don't win or lose the season in round one. I just... 
Well, this this golden point, we, we saw a couple of golden point games and, and one of the texts here from Gary says, hi, fellas, golden point is a joke. For example, what if a team has two golden point games, loses both, gets nothing, could cost them a semi-spot, it should be two points for the winner and one for the loser. What do you I've, think about that? I've always believed... Should get that, something for... I've always believed at the end of extra time, if it's a, at the end of uh, regular time. time, if both teams, obviously, are going to get a golden point, I think both teams get one point. And I think you play for the extra point. That golden it, point. Yeah. That, that's, a, that's a good... And Badge used to always say, no, well, that means... That is, that's what he said there, basically. Badge used to always say, no, that means there's three points in one game. You can't have that. No, there's only one team earning two points. Yeah. So one point for each team after the end of regular time you play for the extra point. Yeah. And if after extra time it's still all square, well, both teams got a point out of it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's a, I, I like the thought of that. Maybe mm. it's something that they'll look at in the future. But, yeah, not at this point. Uh, um, Sporty Gav on the text. Sorry, enjoyed the performance by Harry Grant on the weekend. Yeah, you boys did too, didn't you? I think he was oh, the best player man. from the weekend, individual yeah. performance. And I'll tell you, like, I, I did see a text here saying that someone was saying that he's the best player in the comp. He's one of the best players in the comp. Well, he is. Mm. You know, there's... There's no question about it. Um, he just has that ability to put your team under pressure, get get them get them on the front foot, and just uh, he's just devastating ball runner. Mm. Right, I've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia. Keep your texts coming through. We'll try and get through as many as we can when we come back. Joel and Fletch, join us on Sports Day. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. We'll be back soon. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to it. Matty Rogers, Scotty Sattler here for your Monday night. And like we do every Monday night at this time, we catch up with the boys from the run home. Been some stunning debuts in the last uh, week or so. Scott Sattler on Let It Ride was outstanding. Uh, our man, Matty Rogers, outstanding last week debuting. And I'm pleased to say the boys alongside Woogie are on the line from Sports Day. G'day, boys. Hey, boys. How, How are, are you? you? Going good. What about the Going appointment good. for tomorrow? Appointment radio, where our man, the Wallabies coach, will be uh, chatting to you. Man, is that right, boys? Yeah. So what happens is what, what Rat does. Rat's got this ability to just drop as many names as humanly possible in, in a show, in a two-hour show. So um, last week we were talking about a couple of things, and he just throws. We, we spoke about Kelly Slater. And he said, oh, yeah, I played golf with him a few weeks ago. Took his money as well. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? So then he texts on his phone and he said, oh, I've got Eddie Jones coming on next week as well. Oh, so just like that, bing, <laughs> bang. Oh, I'm just trying to impress, you know, the locals. Yep. Yeah. It seems to be working. Yeah. Who we got coming on? Uh, we, we got uh, we got Slater too. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, nice it's Michael Slater. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. our only issue. What's happening, What's boys? boys? Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, not much. Just getting Big over time. a great week of footy, really. Oh, you'd be, you'd be up and you'd be up and about, you Queenslanders. Oh, mate, we're pretty Four happy. Wins. Four wins. Mm. Mate, I, I was just uh, just wondering if anybody had that multi. I wonder what it paid. Yeah. Well, before. I would have. I, I would have had the four wins. Uh, I had three of the Queenslanders, Matty, but I was talked out of the fourth one uh, by this bloke here. Oh, oh, I've got to say, oh. the Dolphins recruitment <laughs> has been some of the poorest <laughs> recruitment I've seen in rugby league. Yep. Really, really bad recruitment. Their but, halves are a concern. But, I mean, they've got great experienced forwards. <laughs> they're going to keep them in the battle defensively. But he- where their points are going to come from, 
I don't know. A lot of their players. I mean, if if you were looking to if you were looking for positions and to sign players, there wouldn't be many players from the Redcliffe Dolphins that you'd look at to try and take from them to to bring to your club. I think there'll be plenty of twenty eight points later. Yeah, yeah. There'll, be, there'll be plenty of coaches looking at Isaiah Katoa right now. Yeah, I reckon they'd love yeah. him. First Didn't pass the hammer so was forward anyway. So. Didn't have a great game. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> are you di- are you dirty um, because of the Firebirds scenario? What about the Firebirds? I was the well, Jets. Whatever, whatever your rank. <laughs> yeah, I was the Jets. Whatever your, whatever your rank. Team is going to be. <laughs> are you dirty? Are you dirty that they got in? No. Well, it was dirty at the time. Have, yeah. Not dirty now. Have, have any of you blokes no. watched the first episode of that the Redcliffe Dolphins? Watched you, it today. Have you watched it today? Yep. Did, did you did you see the recruitment philosophy around what they were doing, Sats? Yeah. What did you think of it? Standard. I thought it was very good. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're smart in what they're doing. Standard. <laughs> Do tell. <laughs> Do tell. What, what, what is it, right? Have you not watched it? No, no, no. 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 no it's, I've, it's, I've been it, busy watching other shit. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, get off your phone, mate. Get, get off your no, phone. And get out of your bathroom. Like, <laughs> have you not watched it yet? What is it? Um, no, it's just, just the making of the dolphins, really. And it, it goes back 18 months, um, you know, back to, you know, they've got a camera in their face pretty much all the way. And just, you know, they sit down with Sally and Kurt Richards and Benny and just sort of go over there. They're, just, they, they're, they're basically filming the roundtable discussion around their recruitment. And it's yeah. um, it's quite smart. He's, and Benny's logic behind who he signs and why, what he's trying to get out of that player, just gives you a bit of an open look into it. it um, yeah, it was pretty oh, – I thought it was good. It'd be, I thought, I thought, you know, in watching that, I thought the recruitment's been real would good. Fletch, Hit would, the mark. would Fletch be part of those <laughs> discussions, discussions if they were talking about future players? Or? Um, it would have been. If, if Fletch was 33 when, – how old were you when you retired, Fletch? 33? You would have got another year out at Redcliffe. Yeah, there you go. You would have got another year. Not what be- about you, Sats? When, how old do you retire? 33? Yeah, no, I don't yeah. think they would have taken Sats. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he would have blown up anyway. He would have, he would have, he would have blown up. But, um, no, they were, geez, they were impressive. I, I thought we, we were speaking about this on uh, Let It Ride, saying they'd be up emotionally. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And we thought, well, when they got it to half time, I thought, oh, that that was a good effort, twelve or whatever, whatever it was. You didn't really think they I were going to cling on. No, no, I didn't think. Should we, we shouldn't be surprised, but with what Wayne did with the Broncos in '88, when he, yep. they lapped the premiers, yeah, yeah, by forty. And you know, he's got a history of um, pulling things out of nowhere, mm. hasn't he, with yeah. teams? So, oh, hang on. but mate, that, <laughs> <laughs> that's his party yeah. Yeah. No, that, no, but that's I, I was, Monday, I was <laughs> most concerned. I, I was most concerned about the halves. You know, I mean, you got. You know, uh, uh, Sullivan, who's, you know, played in a dominant side, he hasn't really had to, you know, I mean, you don't have to steer a side around when it's Penrith. I mean, you do, but you've got a lot of senior players around you and, you know, you know what you're doing and you go into a system that's already functioning and then you throw in a, another young half who's never played in the NRL. I thought, gee, are they going to do all right? You know, are they going to be able to handle this? Um, I, they did more than handle it. They, they mm. controlled it, yeah. which I thought was great. Pretty impressive. And that, that I mean, that... Try just before half time, was it? Where um, Katoa mate, ran on the fifth tackle. Jermaine Asako. Yeah, and mm. um, you know, really just summed up the situation well. Just showed an amazing amount of poise and, and maturity for his age and laid on a try, which mm. was great. Jerry Marshall King, I thought, was oh, oh, outstanding. He was he's a good player, player. Good. isn't yeah. he? Like, he's an old mm. fashioned scheming yep. hooker. Yep. Doesn't it go to show how important a nine is? Like how, yes. like that. Yeah. It, I just think it's the most important position on the field nowadays. Yep. If you don't have someone who can give you like just threat at nine and just, yep. you know, have your markers locked in and your A defenders locked in, 
everything just comes flying out to your halves and then there's pressure on them, pressure on your edge players. you got a guy at nine like a Harry Grant or a Marshall King showed it on the weekend or a Sam Verrills for the Titans. Um, it just makes all the difference. They're talking about Sam Verrills and the Titans. How good is it on Sunday afternoon still, that Leichhardt Oval? Oh, it's outstanding. Oh, I, I tell you, I, it's like the eighth wonder of the world for the for the, for West Tigers, isn't it? The, yeah. That yeah. Leichhardt Stadium. Oh, can run we, can run we, them back can towards, we say that? Run them back what, towards what, the Keith Barnes stand. What gets said more? The front. Oh, mate. I'm going to give you what gets said more. Okay, yep. Leichhardt Oval is the eighth wonder of the world. Yep. Damien Cook is a beach, beach sprinter. sprinter. Yep. Or Billy Slater was a former track work yeah. rider. Yep. What, what, oh, what do you eighth wonder. Eighth wonder. It's no, been going longer. I reckon Damien Cook is a yeah, definitely. beach sprinter. <laughs> there was a show on that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just on the beach sprinter, and Sats, correct me if I'm right. But, <laughs> correct me if I'm but, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but apparently um, Jeremy Marshall King, I think you'll find he's clocked the fastest time as a number nine. Really? Really. He's right? quick. What, yeah. in the league? Yeah, I believe so. No yeah. way. Yeah. Well, he's Damien Cook. His that, half brother was pretty quick. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's obviously Benji's. in the genes. Wally. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sugar, where have you come up with that stat? It's just been sort of floating around. I bet you. Oh, that, that's Google. not convincing at all. Not at I all, would say Damien Cook over fifty gets Marshall King. I, I would. I, I know at one point. In a given year, mm. Jerry Marshall King was easily the fastest dummy heart. No, over, I, I think no. you need it over ten. That's all you need. It. That's where you need the speed. Not yeah, that's 50. for dummy half. That's right. Yeah, you need five meters, ten meters. That's it. That's where you. That's where you want to measure the pace of your number nine. Sucking up each other. Now it's time for this. <laughs> all right, Rat. You don't know much about this, but. Okay. Um, I don't either because I've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, well you no, amateur. Uh, no, 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 no. Here it is. Here we go. Here we go. So get this into your rat. A surgeon in the Gold Coast will be investigated by the country's top health officials uh, in, in Australia, sorry, after he erroneous, erroneous, erroneously, <laughs> erroneously removed a man's what? penis after he wrongly diagnosed him with a tumour. The 30-year-old surgeon has since been accused of causing serious injury to the unnamed patient from Helensvale, which is in the Gold Coast region. The unnamed patient had his penis surgically removed at the Helensvale St. Francis of Assisi Hospital (laughs) (laughs) on on November last year. The ill-fated procedure occurred after the urologist incorrectly diagnosed the patient understood to be a man aged in his 30s one month before the disastrous incident occurred. The amputation, however, went down without a hitch. So at least they got that right. That's right. So, Rat, there's some weird stuff that goes on up in up in well, uh, mate, you, Vale, I'm hearing. Well, if you spend a bit of time on the Gold Coast, there's, there's plenty of things being added on and taken mm-hmm. away from people. <laughs> um, yes. but, uh, yeah, look, it's the first I've heard of that, but I'll, I'll steer clear of doctors in I, I've heard of that. I had an operation with the great Neil Halpin. Mm. I had my groin done, uh, cut either side, mm. and... I woke up with something else. Um, <laughs> really? Yeah. What? What was it? Yeah, Brian. Uh, it's hard to it's hard to say this without getting I, in trouble. I've got a, I've got a similar uh, story to this. Yeah. Burnt. Yeah. Let's say burning. Yes. I, I've got a, a, a burning a big a burning spot in a very tender spot on my. Got exactly. Yep. Really? And I was yep. like, "Is the G up? Did they do this yeah. on purpose?" 
That's what I think. Oh, I'm I sure they did. So the, where was the burning and was spot? was iodine. Matthew? Or betadine. Yeah. It was on a, probably the most tender piece of skin on your body. Yeah. Yeah. That hangs where, off your body. Whereabouts? Like what part of it? Well, in the groin region. Yeah. You can, you can imagine. <laughs> like on the tip or? Yeah. No, yeah. No, just under. Yeah. It's under? Yeah, okay. Under yeah, think of the top hat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think, you, think you're going to Ascot races. This is a proper G up. Like I had, I had a, my conjoint tendon repaired. My groin. Is this with Neil? Did Neil do it? <laughs> And I think he might have, to be honest. Yeah, he would have for sure. <laughs> I think I think it, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. No, I don't but know, it was legit. I, I can't put a finger on exactly who the surgeon was, but I'll never forget that. Just waking up and just mm. like my groin feeling not too bad, but then this other burning <laughs> sensation, <laughs> being really uncomfortable, and yeah. thinking this has to have been a G up. Like they could not have not seen what they've just left there, <laughs> oh, left wow. the better Dean on that mm. spot. <laughs> good man, fun. he's a good man, Neil Alpert. Oh, he's very good. Yeah. Mm, hey, you got any A grades? I've got a couple of A grades. Can I, can I throw the A grades in? Yeah. yeah. First one is um, last Friday, myself, Woogie, and Co- Daddy Vass, Cohen, went and played golf. And um, I think everyone's an A grade when you wear a golf pair of shoes and a golf glove and then over 18 holes shoot 121 off the stick. <laughs> yeah, so That's an A grade. Who had golf 100%. shoes on? That is that, an A grade. I did A-grade. not have golf shoes on. You're a liar. It was uh, Thursday. And, and played at my local course, which is in Great Nick and tries to blame the Greens. Mm. It's horrible. 121. Oh. It's the you biggest score I've ever seen. I don't have one, actually. Oh, hey, Rad, I've got another one for you. All right. If I throw this at you and also you, Woogie. If you go to – actually, you don't shouldn't answer this because you spend half your life in public toilets, Woogie. <laughs> Would you go to a public toilet barefoot to go to the toilet? Oh, it depends what situation I was in. But if yeah. I had to choose, yeah. definitely not. Yeah, exactly. Of course you would. Exactly. So if yeah. your shoes are there you can, or your thongs, you can put them on, go to the public oh, toilet. Oh, yeah, I'm putting yeah. them on every day of the week. My A grade is uh, is Joel Kane. <laughs> on Saturday, just gets out in between the break, rushes to the public oh. toilet, bare feet. It's disgusting. Oh. It's not a real public toilet. No, no, no. It no. is so a public rat, toilet. Rat, 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 Fill rat, rat. me in. Right? So it's a Saturday, and it was uh, scarcely populated, the SEM yeah. HQ here, Brian. It was basically just us here. Seven-day cleanings, by the way. Seven-day cleans, and I was barefoot, but I raced in there because I had no time on my hands, and I went the wide stance. It was all nice and dry and clean. <laughs> And it was play on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what about the what the about spray, the random uh, Rubik's that just fly oh, yeah, down? There's a few, there's a few <laughs> random that's, Rubik's. Oh. That's my worry. And the Rubik's just they're sitting on the urinal and they yeah, just float down. Yeah. And they land on oh. your feet. Oh. And you go, Hello, you go Michael. Hello, Michael in accounts. Woogie, have you got one? Have you got a retort? no, our new producer, Daddy Vass, used the toilets here at work like like Joel did, but ours aren't just for our staff. They're for everyone in the building. Went in there the other day with no shoes on. Mm. Everybody is is urinating in there. And the other yeah, one no is one with that. No, nah, it's uh, it's susasting. But the other one <laughs> it's what? is susasting. That's how that's how Sat says it. Oh, right, you can't okay. speak Sussusting. properly. The right. other one is Dan off maps last night going back to the ocean. Oh. I love I loved it. What a jerk. How good was it? <laughs> Are you watching well, maps, boys? Well, I didn't see that part. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean he went back to the ocean? No, he's well, got to get back to the ocean. Go, he's leaving the show to get back to the, the ocean. ocean. He loves oh, his That's his true ocean. home. Yeah. Oh, or does he surf or he swims? Or I don't a... know. But he goes to the gym for six hours a day. And his he's missus' an name is Sandy. And he wants to get back to the ocean. Does anyone oh, see the irony yeah. in that? Ah, that is good. Have you yeah. noticed Evelyn, boys, she speaks quite normal until she mentions a partner's name? 
They should be talking normally. And then she'd go... <laughs> 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 oh, she go. Have you heard that? Oh, I'm missing something. out on something here. Yeah, yeah. Get you're missing out. How are you going, gig. Like, how are you going darling? What are we going to do tonight? <laughs> 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 it's, it's just, oh mate. Well, you don't have a pet uh, voice for your wife, Joel. You don't have the pet. No, no, no I don't actually. No, 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 no she no, has one, one for me. Yeah, she does. Yeah, the tone changes dramatically. I'll let you see that. Hey, Rat, we need a we need an A grade. So, do you know the premise of it? Yeah, I do know. I've got an A grade. It's it's a mate okay. of mine, yeah, and he, he constantly texts into this show about yeah. stuff about my personal life. Oh, is this Fitzy? Yeah, Fitzy. Yeah. <laughs> He's, just... He's the guy that ran up, rang up last week and said, hey, what do you think of Matt Sears? We go, well, yeah, no, good player, quick, good fullback. He said, no, no, Matty Rogers is. So oh, that's the Fitz he's talking about. Yeah, he's just yeah. texted through here, ask Rat about his hip. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's happened there? Oh, mate. It was just, I, I just, I woke up in the middle of the night and I couldn't walk. And, I, and I, so I went into the, I had to go into hospital. And I had to have a... Um, I had to have like a, like I was in proper pain like and I feel like I've got a fairly good pain threshold. Mm. I'm probably sounding like an A grade myself now. Yeah, yeah you <laughs> are. I, I you get are. in there and they did, they did a, a role, right? they, they they put on did, did an X ray did ultrasound sort of saw nothing. I'm like shit. There's got to be something wrong. I can't even walk. Language. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> 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 you're on air. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I ended up ended up getting an <laughs> MRI and and I had an eight <laughs> centimeter tear in my glute. And all the blood had sort of gone into my hip, and that's what was causing the pain. Oh, so, and anyway, I, I, I don't know. You tell, how'd you tear your chaminda? Well, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I, 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 yeah, like I sleep pretty heavily. I said to the missus, there was nothing going on while I was asleep, was there? And she, she said no. It's the obvious so, question. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, but I, I, I hit some golf balls on Thursday, and I oh, felt fine. It. Came home, watched the footage. Did you play golf with Fitzy? No, I didn't. Okay. No, no. He was meant he to play. He seems to know a lot he, about your life. He was meant to play Matthew. with us on Friday, but he pulled the pin. But he, okay. I'll play with him this Friday. I'm going to hit golf balls at him. I hope mm. he's in the group in front <laughs> of us. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just say about your man Fitzy, mm. he's <laughs> prolific on the text, on, on the Twitter with his dog. He's good boy. Like, he's good. He just peppers everyone with his beautiful dog. What sort of dog is that, Brian? That looks like a Ridgeback. Is it a Ridgeback? I'm not too sure. Yeah. Is that a Ridgeback? <laughs> Fitzy's a carpet cleaner, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I that's think he's right. gone into a different business now. He's, he's doing um, earth-moving equipment, buckets and attachments crust, and stuff. You're showing crust pieces of bread. He's a hustler. Yeah. Oh, he gets around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Entrepreneurial. Yeah, man of many talents. Mm. Man of uh, can many I give talents. you my A-grade, A-grade boys? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of dogs, I took my dog down to the park. What sort and of dog? You be a fluffy little thing, yeah. Labradoodles. Yeah, Pixie and Dexter. What are they going to make poodles with next? Please tell Rat <laughs> the name of your cat that you lost. Oh, oh Jinx. Got cleaned up by Tarago. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, I've got yeah, a cat Jinx. story that'll blow your mind. But yeah. my, my, we probably don't have time for it today. But Yeah, we do. Anyway, go on. on. Go on. No, g- give us your... I, I, before you go, is it better than your ass-tearing <laughs> story? Yeah, it is. Be- <laughs> it's better than that. Well, you've got an eight-centimetre tear in his blurter. Tell us about the cat, Rat. Well, well, I had this cat, and it was a beautiful cat. His name was Bodie, and it was this Burmese kitten. And, mate, it was like a dog. It would come to the beach with us and everything, sit with us, and it would come in the car with us. That's weird. It it was a beautiful cat, and the kids loved it. And um, we're flying to Queensland this one day, and I've got my my brother was staying at my house, and and our landlord sort of came to check on the house. Um, And as we're... As I'm walking into the airport, they're, they're calling out, oh, Matt Rogers, you know, Chloe Maxwell, you, have, you need to board your flight. And Like, we hadn't even gone through the gate yet. So, like, through the 
like the the security. security. So I'm like freaking out, thinking, "Shit, we got to hurry, we got to hurry." Again. So, sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I get this phone call and it's my landlord. So I put him on speaker. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't put him on speaker. He, 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 he's, he's just talking into my ear and I'm talking back to him. And my daughter, who's like, you know, seven at the time, was in front of me. And she's like, oh, he's like, oh, I've just run over your cat. And I'm like, you've run over the cat? And like, I'm repeating it back to him. And my daughter's standing right in front of me, crowded airport. We're in a rush. And she starts bawling her eyes out looking at me. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. And, I'm, and then he goes, oh, I think it's dead. And I'm like, it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just erupts. They cut you off. Oh, that was sorry, so Rab. good. That was so sorry, good. Rab. Cut you off. Oh. Anyway. Sorry, bro. We've got to go, honestly. We've got to go. <laughs> We gotta go. That's horrible. Oh, the best. You're the best. That's horrible. Uh, good to chat, boys. <laughs> hey, uh, rat, pick it up next week. Yeah, right. Right. If you don't, have, if you don't have a nine centimeter tear in your other blurter next week, let's not speak. <laughs>
for the time being if he's out. Last laugh shortly. Text messages oh, before that. Laugh. I haven't got one. You've got a referendex of jokes, mate. Yeah, I just, oh, just don't get done. Matt. I haven't prepared. Just don't get Matt to tell one. It could go forever. Um, <laughs> uh, regarding Rapana's suspension, this is Mike. Um, Vossi called it a brutal act. I call it a premeditated dog act. Unlucky for drink water, given Rapana doesn't play a few games uh, between suspension. The bunker saw nothing warranting a send off or 10 minutes, not even a penalty. The judiciary saw three weeks. How does that work, boys? Yeah, well, there's a lot of players around Rappiner as well. So the on-field officials, I can get that they didn't see what had happened, but the bunker definitely should. Because under the new rules, they only interject when there's something that's a reportable offence. Yeah. Mm. All right, yeah. Any other text there, Rat? Yeah, yeah, there is. It's what about the ladder and how it looks upside down after round one. Manly, Titans, Dolphins, top three, Penrith, Para, Sharks, Roosters, all in the bottom eight. Belmont from Clarence. Yeah. That is so true, isn't it? Like it's uh, – and look, it's round one. Um, I've always got this, uh, had this opinion that, you know, give me six weeks of footy until we can sort of make a real good judgment on what, you know, how I feel like the, the, the season's going to pan out. Um, if anyone tipped a perfect round in rugby league this year, uh, this week, um, I'm, I'm, I'd, be, I'd confidently say they don't know rugby league. What'd you league. get? Uh, I think I got five, four. I got six. What'd you get? I got What'd you miss? Roosters five. and Brisbane? Uh, sorry, Redcliffe and... Redcliffe and Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I've got. Five. Yeah, yeah, right. Mm. Uh, there's some other stuff. A few people agreeing with me about Ree Flanagan as yeah. well. I saw that. And um, someone reckons I'm premature with a lot of stuff going off on round one form. <laughs> Thanks, Brisbane Hill. <laughs> I do deserve that. Uh, Sats, uh, Matt and Jason, what about the. Oh, you've done that one as well. But no, there's. Um, God, there's so much that's come out of round one, isn't there? That's just been absolutely amazing. Let's do it. On Sports Day, it's time for The Last Laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is oh, yours, Sats. I know you like to undersell it I, a bit. Honestly, I don't have one. This I'm is sorry. I will. Is I, it, are you serious? You don't have a joke. Did you hear about it? Well, okay, I'll go on. A quick one. Did you hear about the snail that he, he driving his car around and he wrote an S on his car just so people know when he's driving around. It's oh no, I got it wrong. Oh, this oh. is this is horrible. Yeah, no, I haven't got oh, one tonight. This, oh. <laughs> oh. Mate, put your hand up. I don't need a wave. I haven't got one. Wasn't well, what a great put finish to the show anyway. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. Grab the mm. podcast. Sports Day News Half Bars. We'll see you then. What a day. Things got a bit quick, sir.